We give glory to God for yet another week in the land of the living, and we want to thank you for always creating the time to listen to the revelation knowledge the Lord makes available through this channel. As you listen to God again through his mouthpiece, Anthony Adifarakin, may you receive light, and may the grace for application and manifestation rest upon you in Jesus' name. Be blessed as you listen. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for who you are. We celebrate your majesty. We exalt your holy name. We thank you for your faithfulness. Thanks for your loving kindness. Thanks for your mercies. Thanks for your goodness. Thank you for answering our prayers. Lord, be exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, we have come to learn at your feet again this week. We pray that you open up our understanding. Teach us afresh. Speak to our hearts. And grant us the grace to apply all we'll be learning. Thank you, Father, for always answering our prayers. We return all the glory to you. In Jesus' mighty and unfailing name we have prayed. Amen. We celebrate the name of the Lord for yet another week in the land of the living. Uh, for this week's episode of Glenn Podcast, we're going to be looking at your choice determines his response. The topic of consideration for this week's episode of Glenn Podcast is your choice determines his response whose response god's response so your choice determines his response uh let's take a test from second chronicles chapter 15 verse 1 and 2 second chronicles chapter 15 verse 1 and verse 2 we're going to be using the new king james version for this uh nkgv it says now the spirit of god came upon azariah the son of Oded, and he went out to meet Asa and said to him hear me Asa, and all judah and benjamin the Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, you will be found by he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. May the Lord bless his words in our heart in Jesus' name. The Lord is with you while you are with him. The Lord is with you while you are with him. You seek him, you will be found. You forsake him, he will forsake you. You see, God is not a Father Christmas. You know, God is not a Father Christmas who simply gives gifts to everyone who comes along. Hey, happy Merry Christmas. He gives you this Merry Christmas. No, that's not God. <laughs> it's not a Father Christmas. He, he doesn't just give gifts to everyone who comes along. Of course, yes, He is good to all. The Word of God says God is good. All right. God is good to all. And His mercy is upon all His creations. That's true. That's scriptural. But when it comes to having a relationship with him, he has rules. <laughs> God has rules. He loves everyone. He's good to all. His mercy is upon all his creatures. But when it comes to having a relationship with him, he has rules. Uh, I, I usually like to say this, that God is the creator of all. But God is not a father to everyone. You can, everybody, everybody can say, hey, God is my creator. But you can, not everyone can say, God is my father. God is the creator of all, but he's not the father to all. For instance, if you honor him, he will honor you. You remember the case of Eli in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 30? 1 Samuel 2, 30, he told Eli, those who honor me, I will honor. Where those who despise me, I will lightly esteem. I, I said I was going to do something in your family, something beautiful. I'm going to make you your family stand before me forever as priests to offer sacrifice unto me but then i'm seeing some things that are dishonorable you, you are not respecting me 
you know your children are you know your children are disrespecting my sacrifices i i can't continue like that so you have chosen to dishonor me therefore i am responding by dishonoring you you honor him he honors you you dishonor him he dishonors you you forsake him he forsakes you remember look at that uh, second chronicles you just read chapter 15 verse 2 he said if you forsake him he will forsake you he said god i have nothing to do with you he's gonna say i also have nothing to do with you it's interesting to know that the law of harvest works with god as well he instituted it he's the one who instituted the law of harvest and he works with him as well the law of harvest works with god as well your choice is what determines his response god doesn't force himself on anyone he does not he said whoever believes underline whoever whoever believes you'll be saved you don't believe you perish it's as simple as that god doesn't force himself on anyone it's, your choice is what determines his response the lord is with you while you are with him you forsake him he forsakes you and i pray that will not be your testimony that will not be your portion in the name of jesus so ask yourself let's let's face it ask yourself this question how am i treating god how how am i treating god is my life demonstrating uh, respect is the way i live my life is there any respect for god do i do i live in such a way that my, my life gives respect to god my life glorifies god all right does my life show any form of respect to god how am i treating god how am i treating his word when i hear the word of god do i say no no that one is old testament forget about that when i hear the word of the lord do i say no no that was in the dispensation of the apostles things have changed you know things are different now is that the way you treat the word of god how are you treating god how are you treating his word ask yourself how are you treating his temple that's your body first corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 to 20 first corinthians 6 19 to 20 says your body is the temple of god how are you treating this temple how are you treating your body you have been purchased at a price the bible says you are to glorify god in your body because it has been bought by the precious blood of jesus how are you treating your body do you just eat anything do you just drink anything do you just are you smoking are you what how do you deal with this body how are you taking care of this temple how do you care for your for the temple of god do you care for the body that he has given to you or you just misuse it in prostitution you sleep with anything in scared you sleep with any man from anywhere you are so you, you don't even know how to say no when it comes to sexual sin you just do what you want is that the way you are to treat the temple that was purchased by the precious blood of Jesus? How are you treating his temple? How are you treating his tithes and offerings? The people of God, they, they pay tithes, they give offerings to God. Are you consuming it? Are you embezzling it? Are you spending it for your own convenience? Why are you handling God's money? How are you handling his tithes and offerings? How? Are you handling his financial provision? Are you handling what is blessing you with? Are you treating his ministers? Are you treating the servants of God? 
do you treat them with respect or you just say what you like you go online and post something anything you like anything derogatory about ministers of god is that the way you are expected to undo i mean to treat ministers of god people who speak in the name of god people are god's mouthpiece people who speak for god is that the way to treat them ask yourself these questions because the law of harvest also works with god a man shall reap whatever he sows did you know did you know that it's what you send up that determines what comes down to you have you ever thought about it what you send up to god is what determines what comes down from god to you you send up praises you receive blessings you send up grumbling and murmuring what do you receive divine reprimand don't believe me ask the israelites you send up praises you praise god you send up praises to heaven god will respond by sending you blessings because you have made him happy he's going to make you happy you send up murmuring and grumbling what kind of god are you i've been serving you look at my life look at this look at that you promised me you will do this you have not done what kind of god are you i don't even know if you are up there you murmur you grumble you lament what you are going to receive is judgment <laughs> you are going to receive divine reprimand the israelites sent up murmuring to god they said we are like grasshoppers you you know you have left us in bondage they died there they died in the wilderness it's in your bible and those who respected him and say, well, it doesn't look like it, but if God said we're going to possess the uh, promised land, we're going to possess it, let us go ahead and possess it. Joshua and Caleb, they didn't die. They possessed the land. You honor him, he will honor you. The Lord speaks, you respect, he will honor his promises in your life. The Lord speaks, you don't respect his word. He has no commitment. He's not, he's not committed. He has no reasons to keep his word to you. Okay? God is not mocked. Look at your Bible. Rome, I mean Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Galatians 6, 7. The Bible says, God cannot be mocked. You will reap what you sow, even with God. That's why you want to begin to consider the way you live. How are you treating God? How are you treating His Word? How are you treating prayer time? How are you treating your devotion? How are you treating your relationship with Him? How are you treating His servants? When it comes to God, you have to be very careful because the Lord is only with you while you are with Him. You stop following him, he lets you be. He said concerning Ephraim, say Ephraim has joined the cell with idols, leave him alone. You forsake the Lord, he forsakes you. It's my prayer that you will not be forsaken. What will make God to forsake you will not come your way in the name of Jesus. Because you cannot last a day without God. He is your life. I pray that you will not lay your hands on anything that will make the Lord forsake you in Jesus' name. If you are out there, you have not surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, you have to do that now. That is what it means to be with him. You have to come into the commonwealth of heaven. You are a sinner without Jesus and judgment is the only thing you can look forward to. So you want to surrender your life to Jesus, you're going to say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner in need of your salvation. Please forgive all my sins, save my soul and make me yours forever. I surrender my life to you today. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for sending your word to us once again. Thanks for showing us that you are only with us while, you are, while we are with you. Thank you, Lord, for opening our eyes to this understanding. Lord, be exalted in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that beginning from this moment, the grace to honor you may rest upon us all in the name of Jesus. Anything we will do that will make you forsake us, please don't let us do it in the name of Jesus. For your children who have surrendered their life to Jesus, keep them in your love. 
as said them in the beloved write their names in the book of life and beginning from now also the grace for them to unknown you release upon them in the name of jesus thank you father for answering our prayers we return all the glory to you in jesus mighty and unfailing name we have prayed amen We give thanks to God for the revelation of His Word. If you said that prayer of salvation, congratulations. Your sins are now forgiven and your new life has begun. Please locate a Bible-believing church near you and start fellowshipping with other believers there. Or if you need help in learning how to live this new life in Christ Jesus, kindly send us a message through our website, www.glome.org, and we will respond accordingly. We will meet again next week for another episode if the Lord has not returned. Until then, keep enjoying your freedom in Christ Jesus. God bless you.